Hello, I'm Mariette Sneeman. Welcome to Calm, Clear and Helpful, a weekly podcast on taking really good care of yourself and others. Today our topic is how brain profiling and coaching can give your life a lift. My guest is Marty Marais, a personal development coach who includes face profiling and brain profiling in her coaching. Welcome, Marty. Hello, Marie. Thank you. To our listeners, at the end of our discussion, Marty will give us her three best tips on clutter, and then it will be fun question time. Marty, in our previous podcast, we spoke about your work as a face profiler, and I'm curious to find out why you now combine physiognomy with brain profiling and coaching. Well, Mariette, I'm going to answer your question with how it happened that I stumbled onto brain profiling and the process just evolved from there. I was invited to, a, to, to do a talk at a book festival with Dr. Kubis Neertling. The organizer thought it would be a good idea as both modalities had to do with profiling. So beforehand, I, I went uh, to the Neertling Brain Institute uh, shortly NBI, and they did a brain profile on me. And I was amazed at re the results. So when the time came for us to do the presentation, Dr. Nedlin was uh, overseas, and he arrived late that previous evening. So we had five minutes before the time to, to just greet each other, and we were pushed into this presentation. So there was no... Uh, collaboration or preparation beforehand and I was quite nervous initially and I thought oh this man who has done 40 years of study on brain profiling etc now I have to be with him in the same room <laughs> and uh, do my part with the face profiling but it worked out so well uh, now, what they did is they did a few profiles of people before the, before the time, uh, brain profiles, and then he discussed it, and, and those people were present. So they came to, to sit in front, and then he would say, this is this person's profile, and I could just confirm it with pointing out the facial features. And as the discussion went on, I could just see how it linked interlink with each other. I was so blown away after the presentation that I had to learn more. So after some research on brain profiling, I've decided to enroll for the NBI coaching course as well. And because I realized how much more value I could offer to my clients. So most clients are just curious about finding out a little bit more about themselves. But People tend to confide in me after a profiling session. And because there's no judgment involved, they feel comfortable discussing their secrets and dreams with me. And very few of us are content with our lives. And most of us want to make some changes. So whether it's changing our lives uh, or ourselves or our lifestyle, losing weight, finding a new job, etc., the difficult part is figuring out exactly what it is that you want and how to do or to get it. 
So this is exactly where the brain profiles and coaching come in handy. The brain profile allows you to understand how the succession of decisions you've made up to this day have brought you to this point. And it provides an insight into your thinking patterns, your habits and your preferences and what is needed to take that first step towards change. And coaching offers guidance and support during this process. So many people have preconceived ideas about coaching. A coach does not tell you what to do, but they guide and support you to find the best outcome for your needs. So could you tell us uh, what brain profiling is? Okay, as I've mentioned, Dr. Neertling has done about 40 years of study um, regarding the brain and creativity, etc. And he has developed during this process not only the left and right side aspects of the brain, but he took it a bit further and in about 1980 has developed four quadrants for your brain. Because you can't just divide it into left and right. There are so much more uh, details that you can get into. So he has also developed brain instruments to focus on leadership and skills and sports and job profiles, etc. So within these four quadrants, there is also eight dimensions. I'm going to explain a little bit more about the four quadrants of the, of the brain. We have the left side and the right side, of course. So we have a, a top left, which is L1, and a, and a bottom left, which is L2. And then on the right side, the same thing, R1 and R2. Now, the four quadrants, if you can summarize it very shortly, the L1 is the realist and the analyst. The L2 person, also left brain, Left side is the organizer or the stalwart or the preserver. Then we go over to the right side of the brain, which is the strategist and the imagineer. And the bottom part, which is R2, is the socializer and empathizer. So we can get into details. How are you thinking logically? In which way do you think logically? And or on the right side of the brain, in which way do you think creatively? There are so much details that we can dive into and give you a true representation of your specific brain uh, preferences. Um, Marty, I saw on your website that uh, when you talk about the adult brain profile, there are different aspects involved. Um, I saw relationship style profile, parenting style profile, and eating habits profile. Could you please talk about that? Yes, that is very interesting because the adult profile, brain profile that you do, it's a 30-question survey that uh, we do online, and the results get sent to the um, brain profiling practitioner, and then we arrange a meeting with the client and to explain what everything means. Now, in terms of relationships, there are so many aspects that we, that we uh, have in our lives which 
of which relationships is one of the most important because not only relationships with a romantic partner, but also in your work, with your child, with your friends, etc. Now, it just gives you an idea of how your brain profile relates in a relationship situation, how you would behave and what strategies you would use within a relationship. For instance, as I mentioned, the, the, on the left side, the, the realist is the clear-headed one. They never fall in love head over heels, for instance. The analyst uh, on the left side, um, they have logic over sentiment, for instance. They dig deeper into issues they, and they can be critical. But if you go to the L2, which is the, the bottom quadrant, um, then you consider the advantages and disadvantages of relationship. You, you prefer long-lasting relationships. You treasure loyalty, etc. If you have a dominant uh, right uh, quadrant and top right, you would like variety and surprises. Not everyone likes surprises, but the dominant uh, R1 person would love surprises. They like to experiment. The future are important to them. They like new experiences. If you're the, the um, imagineer on the imagineer side of this quadrant, then you're easily bored. You like spur of the moment incidents. Uh, you daydream about your relationship, etc. Then we get to the bottom line or the bottom quadrant of the uh, right side of the brain, if that is dominant, you will, will be very affectionate. You be, will be very open about your feelings. You will be uh, sensitive to atmosphere and mood and nurturing, caring, etc. So you're very giving, and you will give tokens or gifts to the, to the person uh, that you're in a relationship with because... It's almost as if you have to prove your love. So this is the different ways that you will understand how you most likely will act in relationships. And you can work, take it from there and work from there. I would advise, of course, that both partners in the relationship do a, a brain profile because only then they can work out what will work for them and how to focus on the differences that they have in the relationship. Yeah, that's really intriguing. And would you like to say something about the parenting style profile? Yes, the parenting style is a wonder, wonderful insight into your child and how you interact with your child. So again, I would advise that both parents do a, a brain profile because it's also important to agree on how you would raise your child, how you would guide your child, and what it is that you expect of your child. And it's, it, it is very important because what we do and how we teach our children have an effect on the, the type of adult they become one day. So the parenting um, brain profile would, would also tell you wherever your dominance is in the uh, four quadrants, what is most important to you and what is maybe less important and maybe where you need to learn uh, skills in the less dominant uh, quadrant in order to 
to use your whole brain and to have a, a full brain approach when raising your child. Yeah, so it's not just about seeing where you are. It seems it's, it's also going from taking it from there. Yes, the main aim of a brain profile is to learn what your pre thinking preferences are. And when we do a, a brain profiling uh, survey, the part of the result is a diagram with the four quadrants, and then it shows visually which quadrant is most dominant, and then it shows the other three quadrants uh, in certain ways. We, we add a number to it. Uh, or a percentage to it. Now, where you have a very dominant quadrant, it means that all the uh, thinking patterns related to that dominant quadrant is what you prefer. But we cannot only do certain things when living a life or when working or when communicating or when we need to lead people. We have to it's, it's a wonderful insight to see where you lack skills and how you can develop those skills to actually incorporate it into your life. I'll give you a, a personal example. After I've done this brain profile of mine, um, I was right dominant and almost similarly top left dominant as well. The, the two were almost the same. But my bottom quadrants were, were not as dominant. So the, the top right quadrant, which is R1, it is the creative, the strategist, uh, and the imagineer. So I can think and dream and be creative. And that's what I like to do. But I need to live in a world where it's practical for me to adjust into a working environment or in relationships, etc. Now, I really don't like uh, tedious work like filing. So when I realized that I don't have to become the bottom quadrant, which is not as dominant. And I realized that I only need to learn some skills there. That's what I need to live a fuller life, to be more effective. I have created a, a file system that can work for me. I've used creativity. I've used my imagination. And I realized that I didn't need to become an administrative person in order to have a fuller life or a more effective working environment. So with this creativity, I've developed a filing system for myself that works for me. So now I can't wait to do filing. It is ridiculous. People who have known me for years can't believe when I tell this to them. But it's easy. It's accessible. It's visual because visual is also important to me. And I know exactly just, I just open uh, my, my filing cabinet and whoops, there goes all the filing. So I'm, I've made it easy for me, but I didn't become an administrative person full time. I just knew that I had to learn some skills in that quadrant to bring to my dominant quadrant where I like to be. And I've made it a practical and effective way to do something that I previously could not stand doing. Yeah, that sounds like a 
great relief. <laughs> yes, it, it, it is still today. And so you can learn how to use your whole brain. And where you don't have dominance, you, you can just step over to that quadrant, learn the skills you need, take it from there, and go back to your favorite quadrant. You don't need to become someone else. But now that you understand your thinking patterns, you can find practical solutions to problems that you maybe had or challenges that you didn't know how to face. Good. And then I've been really wondering about the eating habits profile. Now, that's a very interesting one. We all want to be pretty and slim and beautiful and <laughs> Uh, I think most people can relate to have tried so many different eating programs and diets and fads and still haven't succeeded. They didn't find the one that really worked for them. So you can only succeed when you understand why previous diet plans did not work why you have established certain eating habits and why you get tired of it or think this doesn't work. It works for someone somewhere, but it just doesn't work for you. So with this new insight of your thinking patterns and how you can use all four quadrants to create an eating plan that can work for you, you will have success. Hmm, that sounds like a very hopeful thing. Yes, so in the different, I just want to say, in the different quadrants, for instance, on the left side, you, you have the logic. On the right side, you have the creativity. So a person who is right dominant would, would actually not like to follow a strict diet where you're only allowed to eat certain foods or you have to follow, today you have to eat this and tomorrow you can eat only that, etc. They would like to have some flexibility where the person who is right brain dominant would like this uh, formula that they can work from. So that is why diets does, do not work for certain people because your thinking patterns and most important because of those thinking patterns, your habits does not work for that specific diet. So you can work out a, a eating plan that would really work for you according to who you are, how you think and how you behave. Yeah, and once again, like with your filing system, it takes the pain out of it to a large extent. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Marty, could you briefly describe the children uh, profiles that you do? Yes, the children profiles, um, there are three different ones. Uh, one for the children uh, four to about eight years and then the young children from about eight, nine to about 15. Uh, and then you have the student profile. So we look at the, the very young profiles. We use um, images because they can't read and they can't fill in the survey. So we give them an option of images which they prefer and from that we can uh, see what their thinking patterns are. It's very helpful for, for, for parents to see what your child's uh, thinking patterns are because you can observe their behavior. You'll be able to guide them and help them with their personal development. When you see they lack something, 
in some area that you can help them and guide them to learn those skills so that they have a, a more balanced and effective child development. Then when the, the, with the other profiles, when the children gets older, it's also helpful to see what their uh, dominance is and what their thinking preferences are. And you can also use it to help them choose subjects and careers because based on what your, your dominant uh, quadrant is, you can see where the child would fit in best and in which direction he should go. Yeah, clearly there are many advantages to that. Yes, it, we, we don't have enough time to, to yeah. summarize <laughs> all yeah. of it. Yeah. It, is, it has to be seen in practice. It's just amazing to see how many applications there is. And what is the bridge then between the brain profiling and the coaching? Okay, with face profiling, you get an analysis of your, your personality. With the brain profile, it shows you your thinking patterns, which also have an influence on how you act and behave. If you have a good idea of who you are, it's much easier, easier to to change whatever you need to change in life because you would have a pretty good insight of how to do it. But to take that first step is not always that easy. We have old habits. We have uh, certain ideas and perceptions of we cannot do this. I don't have the courage for that, etc. And that is where the coaching then comes in so that I can help you to guide you and support you in finding the best outcome. So I use face profiling and brain profiling as tools to help people to truly understand themselves so that they can realize that there's nothing wrong with them. We are all individuals. And I think that most of us are so caught up in the self-image that was created by other people with their expectations and opinions about us that we are not sure who we are. So once you have this insight and you realize there's nothing wrong or right, it's just different, then only then you can start thinking about your who you are after you've discovered your true self and start working from a clean slate towards the change you need. And then, Marty, in our previous podcast, you mentioned all your services. Perhaps you could just now give us the, the name of your website. Okay, my website is www.profileworks with an X, P R O F I L E W O R X dot com. And do you also do Zoom meetings? Yes, Mariette, I do uh, Zoom meetings. Uh, people are very welcome to contact me regarding that. Thank you, Marty. Now for your three best tips on clutter. Yes. First one, you don't have to stop everything to get organized. You just have to start. Second one, clutter is nothing more than postponed decisions. Mm. Our lives get cluttered because we just put things down and we just buy this and we, there's not a place for everything. So 
we postpone those decisions of where to put it, what to do with it, etc. And that's how we get clutter. Number three is happiness is a place between too little and too much. I've read something the other day about Swedish decluttering of I actually can't remember the, the proper term, uh, Swedish death uh, cleaning, that is the, the term. And I thought, what a somber <laughs> description for a process. Mm. But it gives you quite a few uh, wonderful tips of how to not accumulate so many things because someone has to clean it at some point. Now, I would say that minimalism is a little bit too far to the one side and clutter is the opposite, a little bit too much to the other side. So I think happiness is that place between too little and too much. That's well put. And now for your fun question, are you ready? Mm. <laughs> Marty, if your shadow could talk, what do you think are some of the things it would say? Would it say something to myself or to to someone else? To you. <laughs> it will say to me, there's nothing to it but to do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I can say I can say many things about decluttering. I also help people to declutter their homes. That's part of the uh, the, the coaching. Uh, processes and that's quite popular because people are actually tired of all the clutter that we live with and it makes us heavy so uh, my son actually said this to me once there's nothing to it but to do it <laughs> thank you marty and to our listeners thank you for joining us if you found this helpful please share it with someone you care about Thank you, Mariette. It was such a pleasure to be here with you and to have a good chat. It would be lovely if you would rate and review Calm, Clear and Helpful where you download your podcasts. Please subscribe to the series if you don't want to miss the bonus episodes. Calm, Clear and Helpful is compiled, hosted and edited by me, Mariette Sneeman, and the music is by Mart-Marie Sneeman. Wishing you a week of ease and clarity till next Tuesday at 9.